This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. He's defeated every champion from every organization the sport of mixed martial arts has ever seen. And now, and now Chael Sonnen's on PodcastOne.com. Hi, this is Chael Sonnen, and I've got a brand new podcast. It's called You're Welcome. I'm going to talk about the stuff that excites me, the stuff that ticks me off, and we're even going to have some very great guests. Consider this your VIP pass to enlightenment. Download a new episode of You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen every Wednesday at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Hello, my little strawberry shortcakes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. Hello, Gary. (laughs) Hello, Matt. Hey, what's up? Hello, Chris. (gasps) Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Kaylin. Hello. So I was, uh, I don't know if you guys do this, but I check my emails while I'm still in bed. Like I wake up and I just grab my phone and I look. And on my computer, I have all the spam mail that, or like promotional mail or whatever. Gmail separates into like mail, social, promotions, that kind of stuff. But on my phone, it's all in one mailbox. So all of my emails from like Nordstrom's or World Market or all that. So anyway, I'm like half awake and I see one that says, boo, exclamation point. You know, our Halloween savings are big this year or whatever. But at first, I thought mm. I was like not quite awake, and I thought it was addressing me the same way Chris does. Oh. Like, hey, boo. Hey, boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that would be a subject line that I would use. Yes. With you, so. All right. <laughs> Maybe it's oh no, I think it's at hey comma boo exclamation point. Hey, yeah, boo. It had hey. That sounds right. It had the hey in there. So. By the way, I, I would like, how crazy. never in a million years check my emails while I'm still lying in bed. <gasps> it's a really good idea not to. Yeah. Because. I- um, it's a surefire way to never get back to sleep. Yes. I and, just, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it just stresses me out so much. Like, I, to me, when I wake up, I wake up with my alarm right away. I don't need to hit the snooze or anything, but I just need to go straight into the shower. And after I'm out of the shower, then I'll, you know, as I'm getting dried off or whatever, then I'll start looking at my phone and everything. But otherwise, I've done it before where I check early, and I can't enjoy the shower because all I'm doing is thinking about yeah. how quickly I need to get out and respond to those emails. Don't talk to Matt unless he's had a shower. That's right. <laughs> very nice cranky human. without it. No, it's a really bad idea because you're not really in the right frame of mind to be able to deal with whatever it is. Because I've – I mean, and I used to read internet comments in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep, and it's just – you don't have all what? your wits about you. Yeah. This was back in New York, I remember. I would I would look at my phone, and I would be reading comments that came into my website in the middle of the night. Think, and, like, getting bent out of shape over it. And then in the morning, I'd read it, and I realized, oh, it really wasn't that bad. I'm just not processing correctly. But so anyway, Jenna and I had a big night out. Yes, we did. We socialized. We went to a party. It was, like, the most hip party that I've ever been to in LA since I moved back and that is not really a statement of how hip it was although it was hip it's a statement of how much I don't go out that's exactly what I was thinking where was it it was at Uh, um, a store called youth (laughs) but Y-O-U was capitalized Uh small Uh T-H that is hip Oh, you don't even know. They had leather wristbands. Yeah. We felt so old and out of place. Yes. But so anyway, there was a... a, Leather wristbands. A rap song (laughs) playing on the stereo with the lyrics Hannah Montana over and over again. So then I'm like, afterwards, I thought, now what was up with that? So I had to look it up. You young people probably know this. Hannah Montana is slang for something. Do you know what it is? is? You don't know? I would guess that Gary would know. I have no idea. I would have, yeah, I would have thought everyone would be laughing at us. <laughs> I, I feel like you're going to say this, and I, I there's something about Hannah Montana that I know, but I can't remember what it is. I don't think it's. You said it's an acronym. No, it's slang. Oh, it, it's a reference for cocaine. Because really? she's a white girl. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, that is a. That is a reach. That makes sense. Like yeah. way Wait, is it because of the Montana as well? Is it like a Scarface thing? Because just the fact any white no. girl, Allison and, yes. Rosen, could be slang for coke. And maybe it is. <laughs> According to Urban Dictionary, Cocaine's where I got my friend? information, <laughs> any white girl 
can mean cocaine. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, like skinny white, white, like white girl or skinny white girl. That's that's clearly means cocaine. I didn't even know that. But I don't know how I Hannah Montana. So you're saying because the character Hannah Montana is, is a white, white girl? Yeah, I believe. I think you're stretching. Look up Hannah Montana I, by Have Migos. you heard that I'm song? Still calling because Teddy. they just say it over and it's over just again. Over and over. Yeah, it's really catchy. I have it stuck in my head. Yeah. I can't remember any of the other lyrics. Yeah. But my my uh, friend's a teacher, and he, he's been hearing the kids these days saying the word thought. T H O T. Oh, thought, thought, thought. That, that hoe mean? over there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, she's a thought. So, I yeah, like so that. Like, there will be no thoughts here. Wait, are you saying just within the premise of the context of that song, that's why they're saying Hannah Montana? Well, that I think is right, but I don't think in general anyone says like I'm going to go pick up a kilo of Hannah Montana. Well, according to the <laughs> internet research I did, they they might say that. Let's get some thoughts and ask them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's it made me think that it's more widespread. When you plug Hannah Montana into Urban Dictionary, nothing about that comes up. It, the, just, talks about, it just talks about Hillary Duff and the Disney Channel show. I think Cyrus. Hillary Duff also means it. Miley Cyrus is Hannah Montana, I believe. Yeah. Um, I would search Hannah Montana cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to bring you flashbacks <laughs> to the Adam Carolla show telling you what to search. No, it's going to end the same way. Which uh, is what? People on Twitter. You, you dissatisfied that I can't find exactly what you want. Even well, though that's it may the thing about, about rap songs is they can say anything and they create the slang word in the song. So right. let's just create. They might have made it up themselves and that it became well, something. The, the sense I like got Bobo. after looking it up was, like Bobo, <laughs> was that this is more widespread. Maybe I'm wrong. We need some um, people to chime in. Okay, I now the sorry, sorry listeners, we'll be with you in one second. Now I'm searching Hannah Montana meaning is what I'm going to search. I'm pretty sure you're just going to get a bunch of Disney yeah, Channel. I'm getting a lot of rap genius references. talking about specific songs and stuff. Um, it was, anyways, it was nonstop oh, Hannah Montana. Yeah, I got Molly, I got White, I got Molly, I got Hannah Montana genius. Yeah, that's what Molly is the slang name for MDMA, the main ingredient in ecstasy. There's a possible pun here with Molly Miley. Oh, yeah, Molly Cyrus, Miley Cyrus. Alright. Well, we've cleared well, that up. <laughs> beyond that, it was the most, like, I I probably have never been to a party that hip in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Was there Hannah what, Montana what? at this party? I, I guarantee there was. Yeah. yeah. They have, like, crab cakes deconstructed. Well, they had a bunch of Greek food. That was that sort of was random. That was another funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a third friend that we were meeting up with. So we sidled up to the food. And <laughs> it was mostly Greek food. So I had um, a pita in my hand, and then Jenna had a plate that had some baba ganoush on it. And so accidentally, I wanted the hummus. I didn't know there baba was a difference. Baba ganoush is delicious. Yeah, it you was okay. Okay, I'd so, rather have hummus anyway. Right. So anyway, I saw her texting, um, "Hey, where are you? We're here munching on." And then very deliberately, she looks at her plate, <laughs> and then looks at my plate, and then writes "food." <laughs> she decided it was just too difficult. Yeah. I didn't want to try to spell Bubba Ganoush. Plus, then, like, pita. It was just so random. It was like, we're at this super cool party, but we're eating carrot sticks. Who who threw the party? What what was it for? Pivot. You know Pivot, the Sounds channel? Sounds so hip. Is oh, yeah. It's a cable channel. They sure. have a new show, uh, and they threw the party. Yeah. We wow. didn't stay there for that long. No, we were, we were, <laughs> we're so there excited we about it. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop on this story. There we go. We were yeah. going just to meet up with our... Well, it was Mary Catherine Ham. Yes. Who has been a guest on my show. Oh, I like her, yeah. Yeah, she's great. So we were going to meet up with her, but then we left pretty quickly. We left pretty quickly and had lots and lots and lots of gal chat. Oh my God, there was so much so gal much chat. So much gal chat. We talked about gynecologists. <laughs> yeah. We talked about... I really wish I could have been there. Oh, oh, no, you don't have to play it. Thank you, though. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so speaking of. Yeah, play it. What the hell? So much gal chat. I just have one gal chat thing to update everyone about. I'm going to check my emails. You guys uh, (laughs) let me know when you're all finished with this. Okay. (laughs) But we want to invite Blanche. (laughs) Yeah. Christ. Doesn't Blanche have an update? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Well, if you don't know, who knows? Access Blanche. Oh, I have two gal chat things. Yes. Awesome. I won't know. Cool. <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. It's so long. 
much like the Gal Chat segment. Oh. <laughs> Sassy like Blanche, but still not Blanche. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. On a recent episode, I explained this huge epiphany I had, which is... Forget the shower cap. I just wrap my hair in a towel, and that makes my hair look better after a shower. If oh, I'm yeah. not going to wash my hair, if I just want to take a shower without getting my hair wet. And then I got some comments from people who are confused about the role of the towel. Why not just put my hair in a bun? And I guess the thing that I failed to mention is that my hair is not actually naturally straight. So if it gets wet, it could frizz and it could curl. So that I'm trying to keep it dry. So that's the, the – you're just staring at me blankly. It's okay. You don't uh, have yeah. to understand, Matt. That's all good. All right. I just that's just that's too many towels. That's that's two towels on your body. Well, then some people sent in. <laughs> I, I got a recommendation that I should try Turby Towel or Turby Twist. That is a whole. It is an as seen on TV product. And can I just? Is it what um, I think it is? Yeah, I think so. Well, that what do you is think one it of is? the worst fucking named products ever. That's so offensive. Yeah, Turby Twist sounds like something that happens to you on the playground. Is this a towel a that ends up looking like a turban? Oh, that's what yeah, I that's heard. What I, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. No, that's a terrible name for a product. Well, is a towel turban a terrible name? I think they're both kind of offensive, aren't they? Speaking of offensive, I caught some shit for saying that Chris looked like someone who would serve me nachos with his mustache, which I just noticed you removed. (laughs) I did. I need to clarify. I was not saying he looks Mexican, and my description Mm -hmm. of a Mexican person is, I swear to God, someone who would (laughs) serve me nachos. Everyone just let Allison talk. That was not my shorthand for saying that he looked Latino. What I was saying is specifically, he looks like someone who is in, like, you know, if you go to Acapulco, the traditional waiter yeah, outfit. A, a Mexican guy. Yes, no, but it's not just a Mexican guy. I didn't it's look like, like a Mexican guy. I looked like a guy who worked like, at a Mexican restaurant. He looked like one of the three amigos. Am I making it worse? Yeah, you're kind of making it worse. I I can see people taking it worse. I'm not taking it worse. He does not look like a Mexican. He's just like one of the three amigos in Acapulco. I get what you're saying. What is know, the name, what's the too, name just... for the traditional garb like the, with the like sombrero? Like mariachi. Like mariachi. mariachi? Yes, you look like a mariachi guy. That's what I was trying to say. And those are typically German, so she's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> This is not racist. I realize people are going to hear this through a racist lens, and this is going to come back to haunt me, and I'm going to regret that I didn't, that I ever decided to address this and didn't just stick with shower caps. But I don't think there's anything racist about what I'm saying. If you're saying someone looks like he... I'm so scared. Allison just looked at me with anger in her eyes for probably the first time like ever during a podcast. I'm just fucking with you. I don't think you're okay. being racist. I didn't even, I didn't even realize I looked at you that way. I'm just afraid of I'm afraid <laughs> of the reaction. Me. No, no, no. I'm I'm messing with you. I don't okay. think what you're saying sounds racist at all, but it was funny that you chose three Mexican examples to try to justify that's not what you meant. But I don't think that you're being offensive at no, all. No, but I'm saying... He did but, look like he would serve me nachos. But those were all... <laughs> How dare you? But those were all examples of people who look like... Is it mariachi or gaucho or I don't know what the... It's like a costume. It looks like a... Like, I'm representing Mexico and I'm wearing this outfit. But, but his outfit was a mustache. A right? Is that what you're saying? But his outfit was the mustache. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I, I look Mexican no, the with reason, a mustache. The That's problem... That. No, the reason that it... The reason that it sounded racist because you said I know when I'm wearing a mustache my race changes yeah. and then I said it oh right. okay that was that's the lead why, in. That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah so people's heads were already there right, right. okay right. that was my shorthand well I didn't take any offense and I know you didn't mean any offense by it so yeah. but I see you've taken you've removed the mustache which I liked by I the way I was very disappointed when he came in clean shaven. yeah what happened he looks so young I couldn't look in the mirror anymore I didn't like it then just avoid mirrors <laughs> I, I, Seems I, like I an easy do. thing to do. <laughs> um, I didn't know that many people liked it because everyone's just like, "Oh, you have a mustache. It looks funny." I That's wonder if it looks funny. I, I so then when I that. shave it, everyone's like, "Oh, we loved it. What are you doing?" <laughs> I don't did, think I said funny. Did we like it or did we like the novelty of it? I it's think the novelty. It's yes, I liked both. I think yeah, you I look it. great. I like the yeah. young baby face. Will y'all stop looking at me? <laughs> not looking at you. We're just looking at your lack of mustache. Do you feel like you're being objectified we're looking at your upper lip <laughs> yeah. by our gaze? Um, just, I can't please anybody. <laughs> okay. So the other thing was I was reading an article about you. I, you've gotten a lot of press lately from yes. Meet the Mormons, which is mm-hmm. very exciting. It was in Deseret News. Mm-hmm. And you – was it that? It might have been. Yeah. No, no. There, oh. there was an article there, but actually I might have read – I forget what it was that I was reading about – it might not have been that. It might have been something else, but I, I forget what I clicked on. But you were talking about your first year um, at NYU yes. and, like, being a little bit different than the other 
the other students and people wondering why is that girl wearing makeup on Sunday. Oh yeah. And so then that so then Wait, that Mayor, sent me, I'm sorry, wearing makeup on wh- Sunday? On Sunday. Did okay. it say on Sunday? Maybe not. I I got a lot of crap my freshman Oh, you would you want to finish your thought? Well, first? so then okay. that sent me into a whole thing where I was reading about like how you don't want to be faddish if you're Mormon. I was on an LDS site, like, reading about oh, all really? the recommended styles and the recommended <laughs> accessories and all this stuff. But it made me wonder, is there something, like, are there rules about wearing makeup or not wearing makeup or no. dressing a certain way? No. I think that I, – I read that, too, and I thought that was funny that the reporter took that soundbite because what I was talking about is that I felt really different at NYU because all these kids were very, like, cool and had their own sense of style. And I got a lot of – I got a lot of flack my freshman year because I came in thinking, like, I want to look really great. And I don't know. There is definitely, growing up in Utah, the Mormon culture in Utah, a lot of the people are really well-dressed. Everybody looks very clean-cut and wearing makeup. Like, all the women try to look really beautiful all the time. And so I went to NYU thinking, like, I got to look great all the time. So I wore makeup to class every day. And I got made fun of all the time. People thought, like, what is wrong with you? For being so girly? Yeah. Yeah. I got teased a lot. A lot of people thought I was, like, a mean girl (laughs) because I wore makeup all the time. And so then they all thought, like, oh, it's the Mormon thing. Like, you guys all have to be perfect and beautiful and, and like, um, Stepford type. Mm -hmm. And so I took a lot of garbage for that. And I always thought it was annoying because, like, I'm not different than you guys. I just thought I wanted to look good. I thought that was, like, an important thing to do. And is, is it just because uh, it's cooler to go to class without makeup on I wearing think, your yoga pants? Like, I, I don't know so. why, where well, the judgment's at, coming so. from. Yeah. At NYU, yeah. that, it's very grungy and, like... I had the same... It's interesting. I had the same thing at my college. My friend Jessica and I both wore makeup, and we felt very different because we wore makeup because there is that whole thing of yeah just shuffling to class in your pajamas and stuff but for me it was just that I felt I mean now I say this and I have no makeup on right now because now I decided I just don't care anymore but at the time I (laughs) felt uncomfortable if I didn't have makeup on right it was just a a confidence or self-consciousness kind of thing yeah so a lot of people took that to be like oh you're so Mormon-y because you wear makeup all the time Hmm. yeah which whatever I dated a lot, so Ooh, there you go. That yeah. Oh, you are a mean girl. <laughs> but then I, I also Jesus. read that recommended or like you're not supposed to have a hair color that is unnatural or draws attention to itself. I'm oh. not saying that. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird <laughs> website you were on. <laughs> I don't know what I was on. Yeah. It might have been just from for people who were doing missions. Oh, you know mm. what? That could be it. I... um. There's tons of Mormons who dye their hair. I think that that if you maybe are in leadership, they would look down on me if I like if I were some important leader in the church and I decided to dye my hair pink. I think they would like "Hmm, maybe don't do that. Right. Yeah. But if you're the face of Meet the Mormons, I feel like they're like whatever you are. That's perfect for us. Well, that's the thing. They didn't care. They never said anything about my hair color, and and I didn't. I didn't even know. I know that there are some people who are extra conservative and maybe think like, "Oh, it's not natural. You should just be you." But well, not just that's just people. That's not just Mormons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So for me, whatever they said, I was the new cool face of Mormonism. That's what Desert is. Hey. Nice. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt pretty cool for like a few minutes, and then I was like, "That's stressful." <laughs> <laughs> No, now everyone's going to be watching I know. all your moves. I know. Yep. I know. <laughs> One more thing, and then we can move on to things that other people have to say because I've been monopolizing here. I don't know what made me do it, but I went back and I was thinking about, do you remember Strawberry Shortcake or Are You Too Young? I never watched it, but I'm familiar with that it was a cartoon yeah. and that there were like action figures and stuff like that, like little toys. Meanwhile, I legitimately thought you were asking Matt of all people if he knew what that food was. <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember the cartoon? I don't. Okay, it was. Do you remember? I Jenna? do, and I had a poster of strawberry. Yeah, it was a line. Of... Yeah, didn't like I call them action figures, but didn't they have ones that like like were scratch and sniff or something? They yeah, smell they like smell, strawberries. They smell good. They did, mm-hmm. and they there was like this big strawberry Wait a house, second. strawberry I do kitchen. This. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they brought them back in the early 2000s, but it was also popular in the... Oh, nine, they brought it back. Okay. Um, well, so anyway, there was this, 
this animated special that I used to watch as a little kid called Strawberry Shortcake Pets on Parade, which I haven't thought about since I last watched it. And I found it on YouTube and I watched it. And it is, I, I just say this for anyone who remembers it, go back and find it. It is crazy. It is, there's something so kind of weird and psychedelic about anything that was made. And this was actually made in 82, but I would have thought it was the late 70s. It's so, it's almost hallucinogenic. Like it begins, there's a son who narrates it. Mm -hmm. And then whenever the peculiar purple pie man of Porcupine Creek, who's the, he's the villain. Whenever he finishes talking, he like does this little tap dance. It goes, which made me cringe at the time. And it made me cringe when I just said it just now. (laughs) It's so I don't know. It the, I I could go into the plot, but I won't. But the whole thing is so weird. I can't believe that. I mean, it was just it was sensibility that seemed normal then. That looking yeah. back on it, it's like what the fuck. It's like uh, <laughs> like there's some Looney Tunes episodes that are just extremely racist. Like oh, oh, back to this. Yeah, very. Wait, what? I said oh back to this. Are we? Oh sorry. No no <laughs> no no no. Yeah, like that. Like I, can, it, I you can YouTube like you can YouTube them, but yeah, really old Looney Tunes episodes. That I, they don't they won't air or. I don't even think they put in the DVDs anymore just because they were that bad. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and nobody noticed back then. But then now, looking back, it is a totally different thing. I think now they do those more subversive cartoons, kind of have a home on, like, Adult Swim Cartoon Network that are sort of cartoons that have adult messages in them. But I wonder if, kind of, you know, back in the 80s when we were watching cartoons, there wasn't that outlet. So all cartoons just kind of had a weird subversive quality to them. Yeah, there's, you know what I'm th- there's this one character named Angel Food who is new. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I should just be watching this for carbs. <laughs> yeah. Who's go. new to Berryland. That's where, where they all live and where this, this whole pet contest is taking place. And she's very lonely and she wants a pal. And her thing is that she's very, very polite. Or very, very polite, as they would say. And also, she feels like she needs to be on a diet, but she believes that as long as she eats the food, but she's not thinking about it, then it doesn't have any calories. Which is like, what message what about is food happening? are you sending? And then at the end, she gets this cat. I think No, no, no. It's a skunk. Well, I forget. It's a, some kind of pet. And she explains to the pet that they both have to lighten their load and they both have to go on a diet. So just don't think about it. And then she hands the pet a popsicle. But there, it's not, it's not a healthy eating or a weight message or anything. It's just this weird thing that crept into this. I'm very afraid to go back. For me, it was Care Bears. That's what I used to watch. Those as a little are creepy kid. too. Yeah, those and are, I remember yeah. like just scenes from like those Care Bears movies with like hypnotized kid counselors and stuff. Like there was some weird, weird shit going on. And I'm, I'm going to watch them. I should. It's Halloween time. Time to scare myself and watch Care Bears. <laughs> the weird, scary Looney Tunes thing I remember is, is it, wasn't there, I don't know if it was an ongoing thing or just once, didn't Tweety Bird eat something and then grow giant? Yes. Does that ring a bell? Yes. That creeped right. me out. Yeah. As well. All right. What's up with everyone else? Just chilling, man. Gary, <laughs> Gary and I went to an exclusive event as well. It wasn't as swanky as, as your party. But we just went, regular wristbands. Our Hannah Montana <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bob party. Leather wristbands. But what? I don't have mine. That mine is too. really weird. Uh, what the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> we went to Universal Studios Hollywood Horror Nights. Oh, that's true. That's exclusive not soiree. Is exclusive. How <laughs> <laughs> was it? It was fucking amazing. I was loved great. it. Um, I've done those those haunted maze things. I love once a year trying to go to them. But for Universal, we bought front of the line passes, which were insanely expensive. How much? Insanely expensive. $160 for one ticket. Wow. Which, Although, I mean, if that gets you past all the lines, I mean, that's like, it made that's it like worth regular it. admission at Disneyland. It, you're getting, it you're is, getting in you at gotta, least, what, you gotta five realize more that's mazes? five hours max. Yeah. From yeah, opening they, to closing, because it does not get you into Universal during the day. You only get in at 7 o'clock. Wow. So it's, but, I mean, and we got there. We got there pretty close to 7. By the time we got in the park, it was probably like 7.30, 7.40. And we left at 2. And that's how long it took to do every single thing one time with no line. How scary was it? It was very scary. A lot of the mazes were, like, genuinely scary. Um, I was just going to say that, you know, they 
Universal Studios went above and beyond this year because yeah. usually they kind of have the theme park and then there's a special. You could take the tram ride out to like a very specific part and then it takes you back into the theme park. But this year they took a whole other part of the back lot that you have to walk to. It's like a 20 minute walk. But when you get over there, it's like a second theme park with more haunted mazes and stuff. So it was scary and you really just couldn't escape it because even in between the mazes, there's people everywhere trying to scare you. And for anyone who's interested in going Going to Universal Studios to try the new Despicable Me ride? Don't. <laughs> fucking blue. That was not a good one. It was terrible. What, yeah. what's it? I've never been on a ride at Universal Studios. It, so I don't so know. It's a new motion simulator. So the there. new thing is oh. these motion simulators where you're basically in a car that probably only moves about eight feet in total. Um, and then there's like a giant HD 3D screen in front of you. And like the Transformers one was the first one of those they did. Really, really good. Then they did The Simpsons, which is good. Back but to the not, Future. Was yeah, back, well, right? back to the Future. But that the, was amazing. The that was the best one. Transformers yeah. was a bit of a technological upgrade with the IMAX 3D and shit. But yes, a lot like Back to the Future. But then they did Simpsons, and that one's okay at best, and Despicable Me is just fucking bad. Well, Despicable Me was meant, is meant for little kids. Right. But Universal, <laughs> I noticed, they do this like preamble where you have to like stand in line and watch... Usually it's like a safety video, but yeah. for the kids' rides, it's like there's a fucking 20-minute, like, let's Story. meet all the characters and blah, blah, blah. And then by the time you get on the ride, you're just exhausted. <laughs> and then, yeah, you sit on this, like, a motion simulator for maybe three or four minutes. And then it was like, all right, have a good time. We were like, wow. Even with front-of-the-line passes. Wow. Yeah, front-of-the-line uh, passes yeah. got us to the front of the line. But from there, you stand in line for 20 minutes, literally 20 minutes, watching all these fucking preamble videos. It's, it's really weird. It's really dumb. But... Listen, that step aside, it was oh, like it was a great night. an awesome, awesome night. So much fun. When you're we in started, the... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. We started the night out on a, uh, a bit of a mistake. We decided to walk up the giant hill that goes up to Universal from Lancashire. Um, so by the time we got to the park, all three of us were just fucking sweating and out of breath. <laughs> and it was like, all right, let's start a night of walking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, plus, earlier in the day, I was at the L.A. Beer Fest, so I had been drinking tons of beer all day long and then started a massive night. It was like a 14-hour day for me, but it was And then I saw you incredible. the next day, and you were wearing a hat, a That's thing right. I'd never seen That's right. on your head. He, he went incognito. <laughs> I yeah. did. I was totally sunglasses incognito. Sunglasses inside. Yep. He was rocking hat. the sunglasses and the hat outside, and I was like, you may want to change up that wardrobe before Adam gets here. And he's like, why? <laughs> I was like, that's not what you wear. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> did Listen, you? Paparazzi I'm... just... Pounding me, man. That's what you looked like. You looked like Justin Bieber <laughs> yeah. trying to get somewhere fast. Yes, he did. You know, for all the time, so we used to do a show once a week at um, a theater that was at Universal City Walk. And the entire time, I always thought I should check out Universal Studios where I hadn't been in a million years. And mm -hmm. I never, ever did. If you go to Universal Studios and like pay for admission, what's there? Well, the main feature is the backlot tram tour, right. which is like a 45-minute tour. Okay. And, and then, I used to work that. Yeah, I used to be a oh, tour right. guide. Yeah, I did that for a long time. It's super fun. And then while you're on the tram, there's kind of like little exhibits that it kind of pulls into, and there's sort of mini attractions like King Kong, or there used to be an earthquake one. Is E.T. still there in Jaws? No, because no. Jaws is still there. E.T. was its own ride. That Jaws is still there, but the last three times I people I've known have ridden it, they don't go into the Jaws thing for some reason. It just hmm. depends on on like the filming schedule because it's a working back lot. So like when I used to work there, you're right. Depending on what produ what productions were on the lot, you might not be able to go into the Jaws zone. But as a tour guide, like you're aware of the route and you have to kind of change the script depending on where you're supposed to go so that it feels like it's all part of the ride. Mm -hmm. But anyway, outside of the tram ride at Universal, there are a few different motion simulator rides. And then there's a couple, like, shows, like an animal actor show. Oh, yeah. They have, like, a water world show that, even though it's water world, it's super popular still. <laughs> and they still have a couple water rides. And Jurassic, Jurassic, Park. Jurassic, Park Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park in the dark. Yeah. And that now one's this, scary. This new Transformers ride is That's a great about ride. a year old or so. That ride is incredible. It's super-duper fun. They still have the Mummy roller coaster, which is, like, an inside. That used to be where E.T. was. It's now, like, the Mummy. It's, like, a totally different ride. How much of a roller coaster is it? Uh, you easy. probably wouldn't like it. doesn't go upside down, but it's, like, very fast and jerky. And I don't know if it's like this during the year, but when we did it, was is it always in the dark like that? Yeah. I think it is, is right? Is it, like, yeah. Space Mountain? Or? Yeah, not that bad. Uh, in that realm. I actually like roller coasters, but not the Six Flags type. Okay. I like, you'd like, then you'd like, like You like, like Disneyland. You can move yeah. fast, then but you'd you don't like want to be. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you, you don't want the thrill. Fine. 
Yes. Um, but, you know, overall. I don't uni- like dangling. <laughs> Universal will give you a very full day, especially if you have really never been to Southern California. Like, it's a great single day theme park. Disneyland, California Adventure, it's like you're lucky with one day if you get to everything. But with right. Universal, you can get on everything and, you know, you can have a pretty great time. But I wouldn't I wouldn't plan like five days of that park because it's not that crazy. much. It's fun. We were there every single week and I never really set foot outside of the Starbucks and where we and the John Lovett Theater. La- last time I was there, I, was, I mean, one of the last times I was there, we, we were kicked out at like six or seven. The whole park was cleared. Because it was Michael Jackson's birthday, and he bought out the whole park. So, we, uh, yeah, we all walked out, and he, there, there were all these guards, and, like, the people at the front had phone books. It looked like a phone book, and that was the guest list. Wow. wow. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's Michael Jackson's birthday. Everyone has to get out. What? <laughs> I would be so pissed yeah. if I wanted to be there yeah. and got kicked out for that reason. But speaking of backlots and TV and all that... Uh, I want to talk about Hulu Plus. You guys have heard me talk about Hulu. Hulu Plus is all that and so much more. The greatest time in TV is now, the fall. Your favorite TV shows are coming back with new episodes. New shows are premiering. Hulu Plus is making this fall the best one ever. Right now, Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes, your favorite shows like Sleepy Hollow, Bob's Burgers, Once Upon a Time, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Revenge, I Could Go On. Has all of Gary's favorite shows. If you're not caught up on your shows, catch up now on Hulu Plus, and you can watch on your tablet, streaming device, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii. Pl- Wii? I didn't know you could watch on Wii. I could be watching on multiple devices that I have. PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream as much as you want, whenever you want. Binge watch all the shows you're behind on, and it's only $7.99 a month. Watch your fall shows anytime, anywhere. And I have a special hookup for you guys. You get a two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison. Again, that's HuluPlus.com slash Allison. Two weeks is better than one. So go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison so they'll know that we sent you. And they'll be like, oh, look how great she is. Uh, Also, you can click on the Hulu Plus banner on my website. And actually, just last night, we used Hulu Plus to watch How to Get Away with Murder. Is anyone watching that show? I've seen the pilot. Scared of getting addicted? Sucked into it, yeah. Yeah. Is it good? It was good, and I wanted – it's – well, okay, here's the thing. My sister's a lawyer, and she was talking about how laughable this show is because it's just – and I've heard this before. Like, anyone who actually has experience having gone to law school or as a defense lawyer, this is just – it's kind of making a mockery of everything they do because they would just never conduct themselves. Like, <laughs> she has her – the it centers around um, a prominent defense attorney – who has all of her students helping her with a case, like these beginning students, which would never, ever happen. So, yeah, it was, it's very stylized. It's good. I wanted to watch the next episode right after because I wanted to know what happened. It, I mean, there's this big sort of question mark that happens at the very beginning that they, I think each episode uh, you find out a little more. That's kind it's, of the way Scandal is. Yeah. It's, I, I'm not ready to say it's good, but I'm yeah. still watching it. I don't, that's yeah, how no, all that's, those shows are. See, yeah. I'm still scared of it. That's <laughs> my problem because I do want to know what happens next. And she's really good at writing cliffhangers right. into it, every episode almost. It did remind me of the very first episode of Grey's Anatomy. It almost has oh, a man. similar structure of that like, if you can't handle it, then you better get out now. Sort of. I loved the first episode of Grey's Anatomy. It was pretty good. It shocked me. This one was okay for me too. I just was kind of like, I didn't like that her students are like, helping her so much it bugged me it was kind of like do your job lady right you don't need these students to like like, crowdsourcing her cases and i didn't like that at all but i thought that the big thing that happens was intriguing i gotta know so that's kind of i know (laughs) i have to know but i I have all these theories about like is that real is that an exercise in the class true are you still watching Grey's anatomy no okay because we just had uh uh, one of the Grey's Anatomy actresses on the Adam Carolla show, and she was delightful, but I, I haven't been watching in many years. So oh, I'm is not she sure. like a new character? That... She's been on since 2012. It's Camilla oh, Levington. Then, yeah, I wouldn't know it. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I watched that show like it was my job the first three <laughs> or four seasons, and then I started to kind of go, uh, It got, the okay. season where they brought in all the new doctors, that's when, when they lost me. It was hard, yeah. yeah. It's like Say by the Bell, the new class or something. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Man, I'm glad you said that before I said it's like at when they added new Pokemon. Well, good, thing you, <laughs> good thing you didn't say that. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. <laughs> I believe we have an iTunes comment of the week. 
Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes to us from Susie. Um, although her username is spelled Susie. Um, and it is titled, Love, Love, Love the Podcast. I don't even know what to write because I feel like I'm repeating all previous reviews, but this is such an amazing podcast. The Thursday episodes have such great topics and allow everyone to relate to the gang while also getting to know Gary, Matt, Jenna, Allison, and Caleb individually. <laughs> the Thursday episodes are effortlessly great without trying to spark debate. I love the addition of Caleb. I wish the Monday shows and Allison... <laughs> I love the Allison Monday shows, and Allison cannot get enough praise for her interview skills. She asks such interesting and thought-provoking questions and makes me feel like a conversation rather than an interview. Keep it up. This podcast has become part of my daily routine. Still catching up. Much love, Susie. P.S. The Thursday gang should discuss how they eat Oreos. My method, split cookie apart, one side frosting, the other side bare. Dip and eat the plain side with milk first, and then dip and eat the frosting side. Gotta save the best for last. Thank you so much, Susie, for your very nice comment. For the listener who doesn't understand why we're laughing, his name's Kalen, not Caleb. That was amusing. Yes, Do you get Caleb a lot? I get so many things. I'm so <laughs> used to it at this point. It's it's just become normal. But we love okay. you, Caleb. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do. Um, thank you so much for your very nice comment. All right, let's address the Oreo thing. Now, I have spoken on the Adam Kroll show about how I think Oreos are overrated. I like the golden ones, though. Mm-hmm. I can get behind those a little more. But in terms of splitting the Oreos, I find it a bummer when you try to do that and then you have two halves with, like, bits of frosting on them. Mm. Yeah. Certainly you, this has happened to you before, right? Absolutely. Uh, I think as a kid I was more about the twisting. As an adult who regularly eats Oreos. Is that true? No, but oh. it's just funny to be an adult talking about Oreos. <laughs> but in the rare instances that I have had Oreos in the last few years, I don't twist it. But I do like to dip, and I'll hold the cookie under the milk for probably a little longer than it should. Because you got to find that right balance where when you pull it out, that the cookie doesn't fall in half, but it's absorbed, like, maximum milk for that I bite. Don't, the last times I've had Oreos, I haven't dipped them. Oh, Maybe that the makes it part better. Of Oreos. I love it, it is, dipping it Oreos is a good, milk. It's a good dip. Um, I like to freeze my Oreos. Really? If you look at the freezer here at work, you just open it up. It's got three completely over-iced trays. (laughs) I I know that. I wanted to ice one time, and then I gave up. And then, like, 50 mini bags of Oreos, like, half-open Oreos and Nutter Butters. Like, it seemed to me that Jeff... Jeff Jeff is experimenting. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's Jeff and Chris primarily who... You know, maybe Caleb is doing this too. I don't know. But, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're throwing cookies and stuff just to experiment with it. Is yeah. it good? Oh, it, it's infinitely better. Girl Scout cookies in the freezer are awesome. Like the I, mint. Mint. I've offered. Yeah, the Have you guys had some of the frozen Oreos I've offered you? I've, I, I know yeah. I've given Matt one, yeah. one or two. I've I've sacrificed a few. I, and you know, it's it's a life tip: freeze your Oreos and and offer it to a friend, and you'll have a lifelong friend after that. Do wow. you have to? Can you just chew it right away? Or mean? is it too hard? It's not to too hard. It, it doesn't. It doesn't change uh, the consistency. It does a little bit, but not enough to where it it's uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it's good. Try it. Did you guys know if a girl is wearing a black bra and it's showing above her dress, that's yeah. referred to as cookies and milk? Oh, oh. I hard. did not. I remember learning this at Time Out in New York. Mm. Or maybe it's just a black bra under a white shirt is cookies and milk. Oreos and milk. Maybe. I might be messing this up. I think it's like if Sounds the, like you are. I think I am. <laughs> I think if the bra... L- listeners, do you know what I'm talking about? It might be Oreos and milk. I think it's if the bra is showing above the dress, because then it's like too little. Yeah, that looks more like half. cookies right. and milk than... Oh, I get that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I yeah, haven't heard that term either, but... I don't think it's widely it be bandied it. about. Either way, it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allison's introducing a lot of new slang. I know. Vocabulary. I'm very hip, you guys. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Just Dawn says, nothing like a few seconds of rain to turn a slightly dirty car into a complete mess. Thanks, Hurricane X. Yes. Why is that? I guess because it mixes with all the dust and dirt already on your car. Yeah, when it rains, it, I always think, oh, don't have to wash my car. Uh, Doesn't guys, quite work that way. doing it for me now and then. It's never 
No, yeah. yeah. It, it, I feel like it gets dirtier. I've been praying for, the, for rain for like a week now because I really need a car wash, but I don't want to deal with it. But it always <laughs> makes it worse. Unless it's pouring, then but, you can get away with it, I But think. when it rains, it's it's an excuse to not wash your car. Oh, that's Oh, true. I don't wash it. It's been raining. Yeah, I don't want to wash it right now. It's not about it getting it clean from the rain. It's right. about... I'm a, I'm, not a, I'm not a slob. Like it rained. What are you? I'm busy. I had I had the fr- my first uh, clean me written on the back of my windshield uh, like two months ago, and it was the worst thing. That's ever. A that sad would be day. soul crushing. It I was, and, and I had to drive home. It was it was at the Irvine Improv, the last Irvine show we did. Someone did it in the parking structure. Uh, and I had to drive home from Irvine to Glendale. That sucks, man. <laughs> just trying to, yeah. I'm like, I'm just either getting behind everybody because I don't want anybody behind me and reading "Clean Me" on my back windshield. Can't you See, just wipe I would have just wiped it off or grabbed a bottle of water. <laughs> Where were you guys a couple wow, nights ago? Never, Chris for the drive. listeners, based on Chris's face, <laughs> that never occurred to him. Dude, the drive of shame. Neither of those super simple options ever occurred to Chris. Instead, right he now. just drove really slow. I deserved it, so no one would be right. behind him. No, I'm pretty sure if someone writes something in dust, it's illegal to wipe it off. So I think Chris, you did yeah. the right thing. Yeah, yeah, I deserved it. I took my lickings. <laughs> Is it just me, says Todd Lawson, or does everyone cringe when a politician calls the USA the homeland better than the fatherland? Not by much. No, I don't. Should I, don't I? cringe at any of that? No. I, to me, it just that much. feels very like Americana, yeah. like it's archaic's the wrong word for it because that would mean that it's outdated. But I, don't, I just don't really, none of my peers would ever really say that, I don't think. Right. But I don't have a problem with it. But like Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, growing up when we lived in Korea, we would always say going back to the States. That's what we called it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the U.S., not America. The U of A. We're going back to the States. Oh, I can't wait to go to the States. That's what we would always say. But I never use the other words. That would be a little goofy, a little forced. I, I consider yeah. the Philippines my motherland. Do you refer to it that way? Yeah, I've, I've said it before <laughs> like that. I mean, not seriously. But I have say, oh, I'm going, you know, I want to go back to the motherland someday. Ashley Kinsel <laughs> says, just me or everyone, have puked in trash can and even shower to avoid puking in my own toilet. Hmm. I I prefer puking in the toilet yeah, if I, at all possible because you can flush it. Yeah. But the disaster comes when you're sitting on the toilet and you have to throw up, and then mm. then it's trash can or shower. Right. I don't think I've ever thrown up into a shower before. I just a to hoodie. me like I would, <laughs> just a hoodie. That's absolutely right. Trash cans, hoodie, or toilet in that order. <laughs> I remember growing up when, when like, you had the stomach flu. Would your My mom would always, like, lay me on the couch, give me some Sprite, and then leave, like, a big bowl yes. and a towel. And, like, if you need to throw up, you either throw up in here or you make it to the toilet. Nowhere else. Smart. <laughs> they, but, like, a big bowl, not, my, like, yeah, a my trash par- can. No, my yeah, parents you need used a bucket or something. Yeah. That's not deep enough. My a parents bowl. used to, used Jeez. to. They had like a big spaghetti pot. I barf into when I was a little kid because I remember being like, "Get the pot, get the pot." Oh. <laughs> They're like, "What? Get the pot," <laughs> and not making it. And then another time, well, I remember cooking spaghetti that night. I know it must have. I God, I hope it because later it switched to a bucket. But I remember one time I had a babysitter and I threw up and it was just clear. I mean, I must have been mm-hmm. pretty sick. Thanks parents for leaving me with a babysitter when I was dying. <laughs> no, I don't remember the details, but I do know that I threw up and it was just like seven up, like just clear. And I was telling the babysitter that I'd thrown up and she didn't believe me. And I was trying to point out, look, it's all over the floor. But she didn't believe me. Great story. Oh, <laughs> terrible babysitter. I know. I think finally she did when she yeah. touched it. Um, okay. <laughs> From Josh says, every time I'm around someone who makes a good joke, I want to yell points. Oh, like at midnight. I watch at midnight every night, but I am not at the point yet where I'm actually saying points to people. Yeah, I usually I usually just laugh. Yeah, <laughs> you're so you weird. Know, you know, laugh like a person. <laughs> Sean Corrigan says, "Just me or everyone hate it when people pronounce the letters S T like, huh? Shit. Oh no, like like, like if sh- you're saying stick shtick like that. Oh, I see. Like instead of state state." Yeah. State. Wait, do, are they doing it because they have a speech impediment or are they trying to be hip? Well, if I or said sound like Sean Connery. Yeah. Fast, fast. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I've, I've never, I'm trying to think of people actually doing this. I wish he'd given us an example instead of just right. ST versus I SHT. S- I still really like, though, when people pronounce their W's with an H before, like, what? 
<laughs> Whip. I find that pretentious. <laughs> it is. I like it. J. Bobo says, nothing less manly than a guy walking out of a Starbucks holding a giant coffee shake with whipped cream. Unless it's for his Now, bitch. hold on a second. Yeah, <laughs> if he's holding another drink, <laughs> then that is totally manly. What if he's only holding that drink? And that's kind of tough. I mean, I... I don't care. I, I admit that I would not look very manly. Yeah, come on, gentlemen. No, like, no um, whip. A lot of whip and, like, caramel sauce on top of it and shit. So delicious, though. They are pretty yummy. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, blanche. <laughs> that was very blanche. It's like, if I go to Starbucks and I want one of those, I don't get it with the coffee, obviously. So basically, it's just ordering a milkshake, and you can just see in the barista's eyes, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you just ordered this without coffee. When I- so what do you order? Uh, well, I can't. Every, every once in a while, if I go, I'll do like that vanilla frappuccino without the coffee in it. But it's it's really just a milkshake, or I'll just get like steamed milk with a flavor in it, mm-hmm. something boring like that. I hate my Starbucks order because they're just, it's too long, and I feel like an a hole. Yeah, because of what it, it's what I order is a a grande soy latte with an extra shot or a triple grande soy latte. That's a lot of words for that's. I'm not used to ordering anything with that many words in it so i always hate ordering it especially when there are people around i don't know i just i get really so do you just give like a couple words and then you throw in another one yeah, right. so and then you throw in another one. extra shot and soy milk please yeah, <laughs> yeah then i'll just keep adding it like <laughs> throwing it out there um yeah i had a guy uh i was waiting on when i used to wait tables and he would order like a mai tai or a hurricane but he said like can you put in a pint glass because he didn't want the girly glass mm, sneaky yeah Makes sense. I knew it was up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hartman says, Just mirror everyone. Thinks germaphobe sounds racist. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but no. Yeah, I would also say no. But Germanphobe, yes. Racist. That's racist. Mm-hmm. Joe says, Just mirror everyone. I prefer sunglasses tinted brown. The world looks too depressing through the gray tint. Oh, I strongly disagree. Yep. I really don't like the brown or orange or that tone. yellow. I hate that. Yeah. Everything it makes the whole you? world look like diarrhea. I am a firm believer in the, the gray tint. Although I hardly ever wear sunglasses. So maybe I shouldn't even be chiming in. But no, but if I did, I, but I have strong feelings about not liking that brownish tone, tint. Mm. But my thing with sunglasses is if I have them on and I'm talking to someone, I feel like I need to constantly take them off so they can see my eyes. I don't know why. It's a weird thing that I should just get over if I'm going to wear them. I probably wear sunglasses more on my head than on my face. They're good to hold your hair back. Yeah, That's because what back. I'll put them on, and then I'll do what you say. Like, oh, I'm talking to someone, and then I forget that they're there, and then they just stay there for hours. <laughs> I wear my sunglasses on my face more than any human should. Well, but, you have prescription, right? Yeah. Oh. I was I was just going to say it's because of that prescription. Because I used to just have regular sunglasses. And I switched to prescription sunglasses. And I do the same thing now. Like, I'm just – I'm shocked that I've had my sunglasses on for the last three hours. You know oh, what you're I mean? not even aware of it? Oh, yeah, no. no. I'll way. be at the end of, like, a fucking 45-minute Costco run and realize I've had them on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, just because you're – yeah, especially if you're distracted as you're walking into the building. You know, you don't think about – Doing the switch and everything just seems fine. Like, it used to be like, okay, I could tell I can't see very well in here. But now with the prescription, I could definitely leave them on for way longer. It's also, if you don't have, like, if you don't have your reading glasses with you, it can be painful to take them off and then go through, like, not looking through a prescription for a while. It's, I've accepted that I look like an asshole, but it's more comfortable for me. I think my vision is finally not that good anymore. I've always had really good vision. But just lately, I find, especially looking at stuff on my phone or, like, looking at a, a dog food label, I have to do that thing that old people do, which is where I look at it and then I pull it away from my eyes. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it could just be the light or maybe it's actually very small print. But I don't like it. I think I don't it's just like looking this at screens direction. all day because we're, we're always looking at screens. Time to get some yeah. new prescriptions. What do they even do if you're – I guess that would be – is it reading glasses? You get that I would reading yeah, glasses. you can get the kind. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but uh, where it's like <laughs> you look up. Yeah, graduated exactly. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> I've been blind for, since I was eight. Do you so. wear contacts? Oh yeah, big old thick glasses. Mm. Yeah. You know what I always wonder when you see little kids who wear glasses, like two or three year old kids. How do they figure out the right prescription for the child? Because oh, how yeah. can the kid weigh in on like what they're seeing? Yeah. What do you like better, A? B, A, B. <laughs> That's the only letters they know. Uh, maybe it's maybe more it's about a stigmatism thing, yeah. or something. I don't know. That's true. I've never even thought about that. 
My yeah. my little sister wore glasses when she was super young, but she had like astigmatism. Basically, I don't think it had anything to do with her ability to read right. Maybe A that's or what B. That is, then. Yeah, but she had like full on like eye surgery or and like stuff a eventually. Situation, yeah, like, she was like a little cross eyed actually. What is astigmatism again? It's like astigmatism is when the shape of your eye muscle is like different. It's like cone shaped. Oh. Yeah. Like I have astigmatism in I think my right eye. So when you look at through my lenses, like the right lens is way stronger than the one on the left is. So maybe there is just sort of a standard corrective thing for a little kid with that? Maybe, maybe but I guess the problem with the astigmatism is because the eye muscle isn't shaped right, your eye tries harder to to clear up the image. And so that's what causes like really bad headaches and things like oh. that. So um, I don't know. I would imagine that depending on the misshapenness, you may need something different. Hmm. But uh, yeah, well, with I my know. glasses, I don't. I mean, it's great. It's fine. No problem. And do you wear anything, Chris? I wear contacts. Yes, Kaylin. Nope. You and I have to have kids. Okay, Dennis <laughs> Rowe says I sometimes give a sexy wink while talking to myself. I think it's Denise Rowe. Yes. See what I'm saying about my great vision? (laughs) (laughs) Denise Rowe says, I sometimes give a sexy wink while talking to myself. No, I don't do that. First of all, I can't wink except in this exaggerated, labored way. Like, Yeah, the kind that requires your mouth to open at the same time. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I can't just. I sincerely hope she means in a mirror. Because if she's just walking around the store talking to herself and winking. Just twitching. (laughs) Then she's going to get committed. Yeah. I like the personal encouragement, though. I'm all for that. I mean, maybe I'll start doing that. Have you ever left? What kind of sexy things do you say to yourself? (laughs) Don't ask me. Ask her. I'm just saying. I like the personal encouragement and stuff. I mean, I could say, "Hey, yeah, good looking. Have a good day at work today." (laughs) I'll go. Oh, thanks, me. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Yeah, yeah. What else? What else? Feel so much better. What would Blanche say? (laughs) Come on, it's it's Uh, the the beginning of your day. You just took your shower. You're Mm -hmm. feeling good. You just wipe the mirror from, from the, uh, the fog and yeah. uh, you go, you're ooh, seeing that yourself. That towel looks good. <laughs> yeah, what, what's, looking good, What are you Matt. saying to yourself? I, I, again, just the, hey, looking good, Matt. And then I wink at myself. That's it. That's all I need to get me going. <laughs> I like the thanks me, though. You need to say that. <laughs> thanks, thanks me. <laughs> okay, I'll incorporate that. <laughs> would you ever compliment yourself on how hairless you look? Because if you want to, I would recommend... I didn't give you a chance to answer... I was going to say, yes, absolutely. What would you suggest I use? I would <laughs> I would definitely recommend the No-No Pro. It's up to 35% stronger than the No-No. Uh, so you can remove unwanted, embarrassing hair for even longer. Throw those razor blades out. More effective, easier, faster. Uh, weeks of long-lasting results. And it is totally painless, ladies. It's perfect for removing the peach fuzz from your face. Guys, Matt. Or all guys. It's great for removing the hair on your neck or back. No more nicks, cuts, ingrown hairs. And the No-No Pro works on all skin types, all hair colors. Safe and effective for both men and women. And the thing that I love about the No-No Pro is it is absolutely painless. You don't even feel it. Just glide it along your skin. It removes the hair. And you're none the wiser, except you are the wiser because you have removed your hair. But I'm just saying it doesn't hurt at all. Uh, Removes coarse and thick hair more effectively than ever before. And there's a special exclusive offer for you guys. You get the No-No Pro device. You get an exclusive facial kit. You get a very snazzy travel case. If you order online, you get a free gift card. And the entire purchase is backed by No-No's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try No-No today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. So here's where you go to get this special offer. Uh, go to nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Again, that's nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Okay. So what else, you guys? If there's nothing else, I have a question. We don't have a song to usher in any sort of movie segment. However, there's a lot of movies that are out right now, and I'm like, oh, I want to see that, but I haven't seen them. So what should what's good right now? Gone Girl. Is it good? It is. Gone Girl's absolutely great movie. It's what the kind best, of good? It's easily the best picture out right now. I haven't seen Fury, but I'm going to go with Gone Girl being better. It's, Is it like it's a whodunit? Good, or? It's good in that the trailer, very, very differently than most movies today, the trailer only touches on the first, I would say, third of the movie. So uh, unless you've read the book, you really don't know what's coming the whole movie, and they do a good job of making a very tense serious movie very funny in my opinion 
Um, the casting is phenomenal. There's, I literally groaned during the credits, the opening credits at one of the names, and he turned out to be one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Tyler Perry? Uh, yeah. I yeah, I mean, really I'd second it. everything that he said. It's, I thought it was a great movie, too. I mean, I'm not familiar with the book, so I was very surprised the whole time. Um, and, I, you know, David Fincher is a pretty great director. It's kind of hard to, to go wrong with, like, a super popular book and a super great director. So, um, But I've seen some people who didn't really like it. But, I mean, there's a, there's a couple other movies that are out right now, too, that are maybe a little artsier. I want to see Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash yeah, so I'd really, I. really like to see. That's like a big indie festival hit about a drummer. You have okay. A, I, I just haven't heard of that I one. I think there's an imminent wide release for that coming. Yeah, right now it's soon. only in like 20 or 30 theaters, but I, I it's getting so much acclaim Good that press, I feel like yeah. it's about to get a big release. Yeah, and then there's another movie that came out last weekend called Birdman. Oh, yeah. With Michael Keaton and the guy who directed that. It's the guy who did like Babel and Children of Men. Great movies. Um that looks very, very, very cool, but it's much more probably like an art house kind of a film as opposed to Gone Girl, which pretty much anybody could watch. Is Gone Girl, I think I, I asked this on the Adam Carolla show too, but I forget the answer. Is it a thriller? or I mean, is it like Hitchcock, a, Hitchcockian or is it? I, could say, I would say that it could be seen as Hitchcockian. It's a mm. slow burning thriller. A slow burning mystery. Yeah, so it sound boring. It is have a little bit. It? No, but not. I have it's the book not. to read. It's, it's my next book. Do you yeah. like David Fincher? Did I you like the, the social, social network. network. Yeah. Okay. Then you'll like this movie. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of similar. It's pacing quality. And plotting. It's quality material. It is somewhat slow, but I would not call it boring. But it's not. Now, is it disturbing or scary? It's, a couple parts. It's disturbing. Yes, it's disturbing. But it's not like seven disturbing. Yeah. Right? No. 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 It's it's disturbing in a way that I've never seen a movie that has left me feeling disturbed that way. Wait, it's, you felt. You've never been. You've seen a lot of movies, and this one left and you I've, disturbed I've in a dis- way that I've been you've never been disturbed. After a lot of movies, this I was disturbed by, but not in the way that it's. I, I'm dancing around it because I don't want to fuck it up. But like, well, this makes me. This yeah, gives don't me tell pause. because my no, mom no, no, just no. read it, it and that's why you, I'm it reading it. It shouldn't give you pause. It's one of these movies where, like, for the next three days, you're still thinking about it. In a okay. In a like analytical like. Sybil fucked me up. Remember that movie? Yeah. You probably watched it in psychology yeah, at the I same did. high school that I did. That was a f- super fucking disturbing movie. This is not... To me, that's the pinnacle of disturbing... Well, there's, e- there's other disturbing movies, too. But there's certain movies where I'm like, I wish I had never even encountered that because now I have no peace of mind for possibly mm-hmm. six more months. Exorcist, another movie like that. Hills of Eyes. This, this movie is not disturbing like that. I can't, I, okay. can't ex- I can't verbalize what I'm trying to say, obviously, because okay. I'm terrible at this. Because there's a spoiler or... Oh. Well, I, to verbalize it without spoiling it is something that my mind is having trouble connecting to my mouth. Gotcha. So I'm just going to stop. But it's not disturbing like Sybil. It's it's more th- thought-provoking, maybe? Yeah, Allison, you have no okay. need no to be worried okay. about it. It's You keep asking if it's like a thriller, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's a slow-burning thriller. Like It's not like this slasher movie that's just gonna like like seven is way more like just in your face intense violence all the time there's no gasp nothing like that yeah there's not one gasp in this whole movie where you're like holy shit like that does not happen Mm. okay yeah i I bet your anxiety now is worse than what it will be like i agree 100% agree well if everyone's in 100% agreement 110% i if we're gonna talk about movies i have to say i'm very excited for john wick what is that? Keanu Reeves. It's a new Keanu Reeves action movie. It's goddamn right. Sweet. You laugh at me all you want. I'm going down to see that shit opening night. Speaking of 100%, I must call out something that happened in an email exchange with Matt. I asked him a question. He wrote back and he said he's almost 100% sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what percentage almost 100% sure is. But then I, I asked again and then you clarified that yeah. it was pretty much 100% sure. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I stand by it. <laughs> I love that, though. Because I, exa- I know exactly where you were coming from. And I also know where I was coming from. Of yeah. like, okay, so is this a sure yeah, thing fine. or no? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, John Wick. I'm almost positive it's almost a sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing now. But You're you fine. think it's a sure thing, right? I mean, I'm almost positive. It's the, question of, it's the question of whether happening? it's the question of whether we have Speaking ACS on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. All right, and has anything regarding that topic ever been completely one hundred percent positive? Oh, ever? is that what the lack of one hundred percent positivity is? The datum factor? Uh, no, no, I, I felt pretty confident in that one, but 
you, but never, you never know. know. It's hard but to say. Know. It's exactly. hard to so, say 100 yeah. so here. I'm sorry, <laughs> Matt was having trouble with your question. What he was trying to say was yes, that is that is the component that we don't know about is the atom. Factor. I right my so what you were saying then was there's no show scheduled for Wednesday, but who the fuck knows because it's Adam. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that because it's Adam necessarily, just because things change a lot and it's right. hard because gotcha. it's over a month away. But based on the pattern and based on what the recording schedule is, it seemed like pretty much safe to say you can go for it. But I, right. I, do, I don't want to be the one to go, oh, yeah, no problem. Yep, done. Done deal. And then it comes back that it's going to happen the other way. And then I go, ugh, like I don't want to put myself in that position. I know the lack of clarity is frustrating, but oh, I no, only can give as no, good an I answer know, as I can. I know. I should maybe I should just ask Adam. I, th- I think he's gonna. He doesn't care. He's not gonna know. <sighs> <laughs> it's just so hard Listen, to buy you, a plane ticket. If I were you, I would ask Brian because if I know Brian, he made plane tickets to go out of town six months ago, and if he's doing that, then you're right. I mean, certainly up to you, but. I would be very surprised to hear that Brian does not have plans to be somewhere other than Los Angeles on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You're right. Okay. Great. Thanks. Hear that, listeners? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, sorry about this. I don't know what to say. It's just that I'm racist. All right, then. Um, I think I real. I think while we while you guys did that little tangent about scheduling, I figured out the makeup on Sunday thing. Maybe it oh. did say that because I would have gotten up early, put makeup on, and been all dressed and ready on a Sunday for church. And the other kids definitely weren't. At right. School. And, right. And, and they that been could like, have been what it meant. Uh, That's probably what it meant. There we go. Yes. They okay. Don't like, they don't like that? Well, they just made fun of me. What? Why would people, Okay, sorry. I don't understand. I just thought of it. You guys were on a tangent <laughs> no, about it's scheduling. We, I, yeah. No, I'm glad you brought it up. Why me. would they make fun of you for that? That's weird. Because you're 18. Probably and, because they didn't want to have somebody around who was all on makeup. There's safety in numbers. If everyone's like, fuck it, we're not doing makeup, and then there's like one chick who's doing it every day, it's probably like, God Matt, do it. you feel weird that people here wear pants and closed-toed shoes? <laughs> it does offend me on a certain level. <laughs> all right. I think it makes sense. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Hey, thank you for having us. Listeners, thank Thanks. you for listening and for putting up with the parts of this um, episode that were... Me talking about scheduling with Matt. I don't know. I can't be sure, but I suspect that doesn't also affect you guys as much. But it might. So I just want to be inclusive. Kind of like that peek behind the curtain stuff. Yeah, I think they might. They want to know how hard it is to communicate with me while trying to schedule things. (laughs) Now they know. Yeah, they know. It's actually, I must say, you're very easy to communicate with. Well, thank you. And I think listeners know, in general, scheduling can be a little last minute around these parts. Absolutely. I think everyone is aware of that. All right. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Second one with Doug Benson, Matt Costa, and much of the Thursday gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can email us at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Oh, no, excuse me. You can forget what I just said. You can email us, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F at AdamCarolla.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And I have a plug this week. You uh, do. Listen to There Will Be Spoilers with the Bobo Boys. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we finally all got together and watched The Shining. Sort of, which you'll hear on the episode. Uh, and then we later talked about it. And uh, everyone but me had seen another movie related to that. And it was a, it was an interesting podcast. So. Was that other movie, that room? Yeah, something? room 234. Yeah. 237. <clears throat> See, I'm the only one who hasn't seen it. So you can listen to a whole podcast of Matt being superior. If you yep. go to therewillbespoilers.com. Oh, so yeah, nice. therewillbespoilers.com. There will be the shining. He did the plug perfectly. It's all your favorite Bobo Boys in one place Hold besides on. this if one. If I did it perfectly, then why are you still talking? I'm done. <laughs> was Caleb there? <laughs> Caleb, Caleb was, was there as well. <laughs> Chris, came, Chris came with a notebook. Yeah, Chris has his own theories about the film, and Kalen tells a ghost story. That's really? true, he does. <gasps> yep, it's a good oh, one. Totally. Wow. com, or just go to There Will Be Spoilers good on episode. iTunes. And uh, Chris? Uh, this Saturday, the 25th, if you're in Southern California in Long Beach, I'll be playing at uh, this place called Ashley's uh, Bar 
and um, it's at eight o'clock. Thought it was your friend Ashley's house. <laughs> no, 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 no. The place is called Ashley's. And uh, both bands I'm in are going to be playing, and another band that's a friend of mine, and we have a DJ. We basically they just gave us the the bar for the night, and we're just throwing this big bash. So come on down; it's free, and uh, yeah, I'll be there all night. Be fun. Nice, Jenna. Way cool. Um, my DVD, Sorry Not Sorry, is not just a DVD; it's a download now. You can rent it or buy it and download it. Um, yeah. Thank you. And then. That's good. That'll be a good plug for tonight. For today, were you going to say Meet the Mormons as well? Because that's on my list too. Oh well, no. I, I you can say Meet the Mormons. I was going to say, and this is just very early stages. Alan and I have started a podcast, and it's like brand new, and it's like half hour, nothing special. It's I I'm like hesitant to plug it because we really don't know what we're doing, and it's just basically he and I having a conversation that happens to be recorded. And so if you want to check it out, you can. It's called Sorry Not Sorry on iTunes. But I'm just yeah. lightly plugging it just because it's kind it's of an gentle, experiment. Soft plug. Yeah, soft plug. <laughs> soft plug. An experiment that Alan and I are trying out. So Love that. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Good and luck. you can get Sorry Not Sorry on <laughs> Amazon. Click the banner on my website. Yes. I feel obnoxious throwing that in. No, do it. I Click did, through Allison's. No, don't. Don't ever feel obnoxious. I'm the obnoxious one. No, I'm the obnoxious one. <laughs> no, I am. No, I am. I am. <laughs> think we can all agree on the obnoxious one. <laughs> Who? Who? Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> what? <laughs> Caleb, you were so quiet this episode. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That, that was Caitlin's corner. corner. Yeah, it was. That was Caitlin's corner. Hello. Yay! Yay! All right. Thanks, everyone, and thanks, you guys, for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.